In this parsha, we have the mitzvah of soim tosim alecho melech, the mitzvah of appointing a king. Regarding a king, the Chuvus Rajba says that Hamelech Ketzibur, the king is like the congregation, Shatzibur, because the whole congregation, all of the Yidden, are all dependent on the king. In a similar way, it says in the Tanchuma that Rosh Hador, the head of the generation, is like the whole generation. Or to use Rashi's words, Shenasi Hador, the Nasi of the generation is like the whole generation. Because the Nasi is everything. Now, the Rambam brings in regards to a Melech an expression slightly different. He says, His heart, who lave kol kahal Yisrael, is the heart of all of the Yidden. Now, simply the reason why we would call the Melech the heart of all the Yidden is because the chayis, the vitality of the whole body is dependent on the heart, and so too all the yidn are dependent on the king, as quoted before from the Rajba that call Yisrael Tluyin boy, everyone is dependent on him. The question, however, is, even though it's true that the limbs of the body are receiving their vitality from the heart, but who is the one that controls and runs the body? That's the brain. And this is why that relative Although relative to the rest of the parts of the body, the heart is called a melech, but even more than that is the roish, the king, the head is considered the melech, the king, over all of the organs of the body. If that's the case, why is it that we compare the melech, the one who leads the people, as the Pasuk says, the one who brings them out, the one who takes them in, like a shepherd taking care of his flock. Why are we then comparing him specifically to the heart, Lev Kol Kal Yisrael, rather than the Rosh? So the Rebbe says, in Torah Shebeksav, in the language of Torah, we'll actually find that a Melech is also called a Nasi. That means both of these titles can be referring to the same person. As in the Pasuk, when it says, Asher Nasi Yecheta, so the word Nasi, the Sifra tells us on the Pasuk, and so too the Mishnah says, Ezehu Nasi, what's a Nasi? This is the Melech. And goes on to explain that a Nasi is one who has no one above him other than Hashem. We also find this in regards to Mashiach. Melech HaMashiach is referred to in the Nevu of Yecheskel and in other places as the Nasi. So here we're speaking about one person that has two names, Melech and Nasi. And nevertheless, it's understood simply that the title Melech is a greater title than that of a Nasi. Nasi could sometimes also be referring to the Nasi of a Shevet and the like. And based on all of this, we come up and we strengthen the, the question that we had earlier. And that is, regarding the Nasi Hadoir, we said before, and we said before, he's called, the Medrash refers to him as the Rosh Hadoir. Rashi calls him the Nasi Hadoir, and the Medrash tells us that the Nasi is the Rosh. So the question now is, why is it that regarding the Melech, we quoted before from the Rambam, we say that the Melech is compared to the heart, Lev Kol Kahal Yisrael, and not the Rosh. Again, being that the Melech seemingly is even higher than the Nasi, so why isn't he called the Rosh, rather the Lev? To explain this, says the Rebbe, we're first going to have a look at the way Chachamim used these terms Melech and Nasi, and there's a very, very major difference. Melech, is just like the Torah uses that expression, referring to a king. And the way the word Nasi is usually used is mainly referring to as the leader, as the Nasi, as the head of the Sanhedrin, or at least a Nasi in spiritual matters. The Rebbe gives some examples. We have a Mishnah that speaks about the Nasi and the Avbeizdin. In the Gemara, there's an expression, Hillel, are you Hillel, that everybody calls you the Nasi Yisrael, the Nasi of the Yidden. 
Another Gemara, Hillel v'shimoin noagu nisiuson b'fnei habayis meyoshono. So here we're speaking about Nesiyim in the sense that they are the spiritual leaders of Klal Yisroel, even though there are Melachim, there are kings at the time, Melachim Kshedim, proper decent kings, and with the proper dinim of a Melech, and yet the leaders in spiritual matters was referred to as the Nasi. In fact, there's a major difference even in Halacha between a Nasi and a Melech. Regarding a Nasi, we say, if he forgoes and forgives on his honor, then his honor is forgiven, whereas a king... Even if he forgives the honor, it's not forgiven. Says the Rebbe, it makes sense to say that the same thing is true even when we speak about one person, as the Torah might refer to the same person as being a Melech and he's also called a Nasi. Nevertheless, there will be these differences within this person himself, the Nasi aspect and the Melech aspect. Now some of the differences between a Melech and a Nasi, the way again, the way the Chachamim use these terms, is the primary idea of the Melech is the one, the Pasuk says, Lasois Mishpat Umulchamois. Or the Pasuk we quoted earlier, Asher Yoitziyem, Vasher Yeviyem. He's leading the people, he's leading them in war, he's taking care of them. But his main function is not, his main function is not, Paskening Dinim. In fact, Malche Yisroel, we're not supposed to be judging at all. Ein Donin, the Halachas, they're not supposed to be Paskening. And even Malchi based David that would judge, nevertheless, they're not supposed to be part of the Sanhedrin. And the Rebbe explains that when we quoted a Pasuk before, La, so it's Mishpah that says regarding these Malachim, is not so much the involvement of investigating the case and giving out the verdict, when it says La, so it's Mishpah, mainly it's referring to is executing the judgment, to actually carry out the laws of the Torah, which based in are the ones that are actually Paskening. Or in some cases, the Melech need to be getting invo- needs to get involved in a temporary basis, you know, if something is needed. But generally, that's not the idea of the Melech, the Hoyro, the Piskei Dinim. Whereas a Nasi, what the Chachamim usually refer to a Nasi is again, the one that's leading the Sanhedrin, etc. In fact, that's the main thing of the Nasi, is that he is the head of the Sanhedrin. To quote the Rambam, the greatest of the Sanhedrin, he is the one that's called the Nasi, he is the one that stands, taking the place instead of, or just under Moshe Rabbeinu. And what's the idea of the Sanhedrin? As the Rambam says, they are the pillars of Hayra, of Halacha, they are the ones that give out the laws for Klal Yisrael. Now of course we had someone like Moshe Rabbeinu, that in addition to being, telling us the halachis, etc., being that he was the shepherd of the Yidden, he's also the Melech Yisrael, so he also took care of all the other needs of the Yidden. But we see that there's a clear distinction of what the Melech's function is and that of a Nasi. Another point. A Melech is provided by everything that he wants and needs is provided to him by the people. As the Rambam elaborates and says, He takes the strong men from the people and he takes them to be his for his army. He takes from some of them and they should be part of his coach and running in front of him. He takes the craftsmen and they do the different various different jobs for him. He takes the fields from the people. He gets to take miser off all the produce. Whereas a Nasi, although like any person in charge or a leader of the community will also get his Parnasa, will also get his payment from the Tzibur, but that's it. It's just like he's getting his Parnasa. He's getting his pay. 
from the tzibur because he's doing a job for them, but not like in the case of the melech where every single thing the king wants is all given to him by the people. Says the Rebbe, this second point, that a king is taking everything from the people, really represents two opposite ideas. It shows on two opposites. On the one hand, it shows on the strength of the king, how the, the whole people and everything they have is completely, so to speak, the king's, similar to what we say, whatever the king wants, he could take by these people. But on the other hand, it also shows on a certain weakness of the king compared to the rest of the people. That basically everything that the king wants and needs, who's he relying on? It's all coming from the people. Regarding everyone else, everyone has, has their, everyone else has their own source of parnasa. Everyone else has the things, the jobs, the businesses that they're involved in. In fact, even when we said before the parnasa latzibur, someone that's appointed as taking a role of leadership in the community. So his job, his work is that he is taking care of the community and he's being paid for it. But again, by the melech, it's in a very, very different way where we said that everything he has, Everything is coming completely from the Am, from the people. Says the Rebbe, these two ideas really actually go very, very much together. Because the whole idea of the Melech, as a Melech, is to lead the people, to serve the people, this is also why he is receiving everything from them. Says the Rebbe, now we'll also understand the comparison between the melech to the lave specifically, and why we're not comparing him to the roish, to the moyach, to the head and to the brain. So let's look at some examples, some differences between the lave and the moyach, the heart and the brain. So the Rebbe looks at two things, and then we're going to show these two things by the melech. So the Rebbe says, number one, the heart is constantly on the move. It's constantly beating, rotsi v'shuv, the heartbeat, non-stop. Where's the moyach? There's no movement in the moyach. Yes, the chayis of the whole body is coming from the moyach and the brain, but the moyach itself, the brain itself, the mind itself is standing very calm and relaxed. A second point is that the heart is, is, is the weakest of all the organs of the body, even compared to the moyach. The Rebbe's quote quotes, Zoyar liba yurakich v'cholish, the heart is so soft and weak. Says the Rebbe, these two ideas, these two character traits, number one, that the heart is so weak, Weaker than the rest of the Ivarim. And the idea that it's constantly moving, it's constantly giving life to the body, are really dependent on each other. That is, since the whole Metzius of the heart, all that it's all about is just to give life to the rest of the organs, it's nothing for itself, and all it is, is just giving the life to the body, this is also represented in the fact that it's the weakest in the sense, it's nothing for itself. All I'm here for is just to be giving chayas to the body, and therefore it's first of all constantly moving, which represents the idea that its whole mitzis is just to be giving to the body, and again this idea that it's the weakest, because all I'm here for is for the rest of the Eivorim, not for myself. Whereas the moyach, whereas the brain is removed from the rest of the limbs of the body. Yes, it's true that it's giving the source, it's the source of all the chayas, of all the life, of the vitality of the body, but nevertheless, to a certain extent, the moyach remains higher above and removed from them. And that itself represents and shows also that it is a metzius, it is a metzius for itself. Yes, the chayis is coming from it, but the brain is something very important in its own right. And therefore, again, the two ideas, number one, there isn't the constant movement, 
which would mean I'm only here for the body to try to attach to the body. No, I'm standing calmly by myself. And the second idea, that's why it's not weak. It's not soft like the heart. In other words, I am. The brain is something very strong in its own right. So now, uh, comparing that again to the melech, the melech we're saying is compared to the heart specifically, because by the melech we see these two character traits. That is, number one, it's, he's very, very closely connected to the people, leading them, because the whole idea of melucha is all about the people, to serve the people. But for the same, because of the same idea, that also represents his weakness within his metzias, within his strength compared to the people. As we said before, he needs to receive everything from them. The Rebbe now takes this same idea of Roish, the head, the moyach, versus the heart, and shows that the same idea we find in the faculties of the soul that are connected with the heart and the brain. The, that is Seichel, the intellect of the brain, and the Mido is the feelings of the heart. So what's the idea of Seichel? The idea of intellect is to understand a matter, to really properly understanding, understand the truth of the matter. But when is that possible? It can only be when the person is not subjective. When he's in, in an ob- objective way looking at it, he stands removed and trying to understand the matter, whatever it is that he's trying to get. If in some way he's going to be biased, if in some way he is connected to the idea he's trying to understand, then that is going to be a form of bribery. In some way that's going to move, tilt his intellect, and he won't be able to understand the thing the way it really is on its own. That's Seichel. What about Midois? Midois is already the feeling of the person towards something, which clearly means that the person is connected to a particular matter. In fact, this particular thing is going to bring out within him a certain feeling of closeness. He wants to be close to it, and that's Ahava, or perhaps the other way around, a feeling of distance. And this is again going to bring these same two ideas and the difference also between Seichel and Midis, the same two character traits. And that is, number one, Midis are in a state of movement, there's excitement over there, whereas Seichel is... Calm, relaxed, you need to be able to be deliberate and think about things in a very, very calm way. Midois, the second difference is that Midois are not so strong. They are easily or very possible and capable of changing. Today I feel one way and tomorrow I feel differently. Whereas Seichel Amiti, once I came to understand that something is very, very real and that this is the way it is, that's not changing. Because when Seichel is coming to a conclusion, it's because he comes to recognize that this is the truth, and therefore it can't change. So again, we see these two ideas in the Seichel area versus the Midois idea. Says the Rebbe, now we could translate all of that, understand the difference between a Melech and a Nasi, and then, of course, this will help us again, understanding why we compare the Melech to the Lave and the Nasi to the head. So the Rebbe says like this, the Melech, which his idea is Asher Yitzim, Asher Yivim, bringing them out, taking them in. He's very involved in being Mashpia and taking care of the needs of the people. Like we said about the heart, giving life to all of the Eivorim. And his idea is not about Seichel. His idea is not about giving instruction, which that's the idea of Moyach, of coming up with the Halacha. As we said before, Melech, the Melech's idea is not to give the Halachas. Just like the heart's idea is not to come up with the decisions. But the Nasi, the Nasi stands removed from the people, higher than the people. 
His idea is mainly being like the head, the brain, to be able to give out the psakdin. What does Torah say? What does the Chachma of Hashem say in regards to all of the matters that the people need? So that's the idea of the Nasi. And again, the whole point is that he needs to be standing removed. He can't be involved and become subjective and so on. Says the Rebbe, this is what we say regarding the Nasi. Hanasi hu akoil. And again, this could refer to, even when we're referring to the same person, the Nasi aspect of the Melech. But the point is, the Nasi aspect, regarding the Nasi, we say, Hu akoil. Because, as we said before, the, the brain is giving to everything, even to the heart. The heart is receiving even from the brain. And what's the idea of the brain? Its idea is to give the Chayas, even that, to the Chayas of the Moyach, to all of the Evarim, to all of the limbs. And just like by a Melech in the simple sense, that what's the melech therefore, as we said before, he's going to make sure that whatever instructions the Torah gave, he's going to make sure to carry it out. In fact, we say that the melech has a mitzvah to honor the loyim de Torah when the Sanhedrin and the Chachmi Yisrael come into him. He needs to stand up before them. Again, seeing this idea that even the melech is receiving, or even the heart is receiving from the brain, or even the king is receiving in a certain sense from the nasi, the one that tells him the psak halacha b'poyol mamash. Now we come to a special emphasis in, regarding to, in regards to Moshe Rabbeinu, from, him, from whom we learn out the concept of Anasi Huakoil, that he was someone that actually had both ideas, both sorts of hashpah, that of the lave and that of the moyach. On the one hand, we say Moshe was actually considered a melech. The Pasuk says, Vayihibishurun, melech, which means that amongst the Jews there was a melech referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he was involved in giving the Yidin everything they needed, even their physical needs, similar to what the heart is doing. That's like the lave aspect of the Yid. But at the same time, he was also the Nasi. He's also the head of the Sanhedrin. Furthermore, all matters of Torah, and for all generations, are called Torah's Moisha Abdi, the Torah of Moisha Rabbeinu. He's the one that kibbled Torah, Messina. He's the one that teaches Torah to all the Yidin, which is the idea of the Moyach. Concludes the Rebbe, the same thing we find in regards to Moshiach. Moshe, as we know, is Goyel Rishon, who Goyel Achrin. So by Mashiach, we also say these two ideas. On the one hand, we say that he's a Melech. In fact, the idea of Malchus will be by him in the most perfect, perfect way. But at the same time, we also call Mashiach as a Rav, because he's going to be teaching Torah, as Kala Am to all of the people.